Sweet. Okay, everybody, welcome to the Monday Night Call. My name is Monty Moran. I am a Young Living Silver, and I am taking over for Jen tonight. And uh, we have Barney on tonight, but first, before I even get to Barney, let's talk about the promos, because this is, honestly, this is only the second time ever since 2013 that I've had to do, or I've had the opportunity to do the promos first for the month. So, yay for me, this is like my second time ever. This is awesome. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to cheat, because honestly, I don't know what the promos are for May. And so, I'm going to go to diamondfactorytraining.com. And I'm going to go to my library, and I'm going to go to the categories that says Start Here. And under Start Here, there's the second one down says Where to Find Resources. That has an entire list of links. So this is like my super like shortcut cheat set right here. And the second one down is the Young Living Essential Oils Monthly Promos. And I got this set up because, honestly, I cannot figure out for the life of me, how to find the promos when I need to find them. It's only in the rare instances when I'm like really feeling tech savvy that I can figure it out like on a consistent basis. Um, so what I did with this in DimeFactoryTraining.com is, is I set it up so that it's recurring. So like um, last month, if you clicked on the link, it was last month's promos. And now this month, like, it just keeps updating. It's the same. Uh, the link just kind of refreshes. Uh, so that's really awesome. So let's take a look and see what this, this May promo is. I have no idea yet. So here we go at 100 PV. So this one, okay, this is different because last month I think we went up to like 400 PV. This month we go up to 300 PV. So it goes 100 PV, 190 PV, 250 PV, and 300 PV. Oh, the 300 looks really awesome. All right, let's back up first. 100 PV. So if you're on... The Century Awards, the bonus is two ounces of Thieves Aroma Bright Toothpaste. So I think the two ounces, that's got to be like a travel size. So think traveling, summer traveling. Uh, 190 PV, you get the Aroma Bright Toothpaste as well as 15 mils of lavender. Those are both the Century Awards bonuses. And then uh, 15 mils of patchouli. Going up to 250 PV, uh, go with the, those first three, and then add 15 mils of geranium. And then the 300 PV, um, if, when you're on a century ward, so it's the, the two ounces of Thieves Roma Bright Toothpaste, 15 mils of lavender, 15 mils of patchouli, 15 mils of geranium, 5 mils of blue cypress essential, essential oil. So there's a classic one right there. And then this is a really cool one, um, and if you haven't tried this one, I'd definitely like to shoot for it just to try it. Uh, it's the charcoal bar soap. And, I, you know, I was just talking to somebody the other day, and I thought the charcoal bar soap is really awesome. However, it's one of those bar soaps, uh, unlike the, like the Thieves bar soap. The Thieves bar soap can last in your shower for a long time. The charcoal one doesn't last very long. Like, you have to be very diligent about not letting random water spray on it because it will dissolve. Um, so I'm just going to put this out there to the Young Living Universe that uh, they make a charcoal bar soap pump style. So you can just, uh, you know, use the pump version in the shower or um, at the sink to wash your face. Super awesome. Okay, so back to the Monday night call. So I got Barney on. And um, Barney Kunsi has been doing this massive project called the Wild Summit for 
oh, I would slaughter it if I even thought about it. But like, I think I look five years. Day. Has it been five years? Five okay, years. I remember seeing like the 2015 version. So, yeah. Um, so what I want to know is like what's new in Barney Kunzi's world because I've seen some of your posts. Uh, I think in Facebook about building a house. So I want to like touch on that, and then just uh, I want to know because uh, I know that you. I think last year, or maybe it was this year. No, I think it was last year. You talked about how to rock expos. Is that correct on the on the summit? Yeah, I did. What are you gonna I talk did. about this year? What? Um, let's not not even go there yet. Let's just, <laughs> we'll wait. Yeah, sure. Um, first of all, like, what's up in the Kunsi world? Because now, uh, is Adrian expecting, or do you have a second one now? Yeah, uh, dude, you are way out of the loop. So we have three. Uh, Girls, we have McKenna, who's going to be five in July. Gabrielle just turned three in January. Violet is going to be two this August 2019, and we have baby number four coming in June. 20, June 19th is a due date, and we move into our brand new house that we're building on June 1st. And if we could add some more in the works, we could, but we're not going to. <laughs> wow. So is this the whole reason why you're building a house, is just to make room for the kids? Um, you know what, as funny as that question is, it, it is, but also uh, it's just the fact that we have been wanting to have uh, our home where we're like, okay, we're here, this is home base for us for like the next 10 to 20 years. Um, where we've been, we knew we weren't going to be there long term, and um, you know what, with the combination of the abundance from Young Living and some of the other stuff that I've been working on, it's been made possible and we just we wanted a bigger space so that we could um i don't have the gyms anymore so i sold both of the gyms um for those of you who don't know i did run two gyms for about 10 12 years and um grateful for that opportunity and experience but i'm glad to salute them and put in my 10 years service and now it's time to move on and so now we wanted that we used to have a space where people would come in and we could it really helped the growth of our business as much as I thought it was a detriment, um, but we want to have a place where we can do some raindrop and do some other things to just engage with people and bring them into our house, uh, which even further strengthens the importance and the benefit and value of having a young living business because it increases our ability for our income taxes to write off more and more. Um, so then all that to say that we then have a bigger space to entertain our team, to bring people in for trainings, um, and it's just gonna it's just gonna be better. So did you build like a like a I don't know a great room or a classroom or yeah yeah that? there's yeah so there's it's a bungalow and it's a three a five bedroom three car garage house it's about two thousand square feet on each level so it's about four thousand probably about thirty six hundred usable space um, and there is a great room exactly so it's a eleven foot. 11-foot ceilings and then 9-foot in the rest of the area. Um, and we set it up so that we can entertain about 10 to 15 people in the great room. And then in my uh, studio slash garage is going to be where I will be training people um, just part-time because I love it and I love I can get people really great results. And I'm going to be demoing the products there. Um, and then we have a – so we'll be doing larger. We can – Figured out the seating. I can I can seat about 50 people in our garage slash studio, um, 
And I, I mean, you don't need to have that. Of course, there could be somebody listening right now and or in the future being like, that's cool, Barney, but I live in a little 600-square-foot condo and I'm a diamond and I'm crushing it and I do it in other people's homes and spaces. You know, there's so much, that's a brilliant way. That brilliant thing about Young Living is you can build it so many different ways. But I'm just sharing because you asked about the house, and that's a lot of the pieces of the puzzle that went into the consideration of us deciding to build a new house. I agree. There's there's more than one way to do anything like this. So yeah, that's way cool. I don't, you know, I've thought about that in my head of thinking back and forth. Like, would I want like a big place to entertain people and like have a team over, or not? Honestly, I'm still and in the you, middle of that road. Like, I can't decide. Yeah. <laughs> well, because I will honestly, tell you. We think about it. It's like, so if you have 2,000 square feet on each level, who's going to clean that? That's what. That's the first thought that comes to my mind is, who maintains that? Somebody <laughs> that I'm going to pay. Somebody that I'm going to pay and uh, have more of a reason for me to grow our team and our income and our impact, so that I can pay somebody else who loves cleaning that wants to clean our house. <laughs> Yeah, because God, well, God knows it's not going to happen if it's help. me. Yeah, I'm hoping sooner than that, but we'll see what happens. Uh, well, you're what five year old? No. That oh, do, oh, sorry. I thought you said in five years maybe you would have some hired help, but no, sired help. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. We're, that's where the investment I is. That. I missed <laughs> that part. Cool. All right. So on that yeah. topic. Um, let's talk about how to lead your team as far as, because <clears throat> uh, me and Jen have talked about this, and a lot of other leaders have talked about this as far as, um, you know, all the leaders have had Facebook groups, and some rock it, and they're just busy, busy, busy groups. And then there's some Facebook groups where it doesn't matter who the leader is, there's just no life in it. Um, so I'm going to pick your brain as far as, all right, so how can, you, how can you do this where you're leading your team um, and maybe not rely on, like, maybe Facebook is not, like, someone's gig, like, because they don't have time to sit on uh, the group and answer questions or, or whatever. Like, what's the strategy to that? Like, how do you lead your team? Is it, is it online? Is it offline? Is it a little bit of both? How do you do it? Yeah, so I think it it could be a, a little bit of both, uh, or should be. I don't. I don't. All. I'm. I'm a little hesitant to say it should be either or, um, because it, it's. I just think it kind of pigeonholes people to, um, thinking it has to be one way or the other. And I'll be honest. So if I, if you don't mind me just sharing this, like, because this is part of. I had a huge realization in the last six, seven months. What was kind of holding me back, holding my team back. Would it be okay if I shared a little bit of that? Because I feel like this is going to be a good segue into what we're talking about right now. Yeah. So first of all, I've been building, for those who don't know, I, as Monty said, <clears throat> uh, started the Wild Success Summit. I had a lot of, I had this huge in, inspiration and this inspired vision to bring it to the world. And um, at first I didn't know it was going to be with Young Living. I started, I've been using the products for 10 years um, as a hobbyist, and then about five years ago, pardon me, six years ago, I started building. Started in 2013, went to silver in four months, gold a year later, and ever since I've been at gold. And there's been a part of me that's been holding judgment over myself because I'm like, 
you know, this is like I, I was going to be diamond by now. Like, what's going on? I had a lot of leaders who told me, hey, dude, like, it's cool that you're doing this. Like, high five, pat on the back for wanting to do the wild success on it. But it's a huge distraction from building your own business. And <clears throat> I also had a lot of amazing support, and it's been awesome but it has been a big distraction. And I finally realized that part of that distraction was part of the attraction for me to continue to keep growing within Young Living because as I've noticed and observed from a distance, a lot of leaders don't, they, their big, big part, the big mission and vision and why is Young Living, but it's not always their only thing that they're always going to do and always will ever do. It's a huge part of what they do but it has to be an expression of who you are as a person in order for it to really flourish. And I remember Andy Jenkins saying something about this uh, years ago about finding the overflow or finding that, that spot of where you can, the sweet spot of what you love doing and what you're naturally good at and what people are interested in. And right in the center, there's the element of overflow where it just naturally kind of flows out of you. And so all of that to say, the reason why I wanted to share this, Monty, was because <clears throat> I was holding that judgment over myself because of preconceived notions that I was only, I was going to sell my gyms because I wanted out, and I saw Young Living to be, as being an out, but I had this like burning, burning desire to, to serve people not just in Young Living, but a big majority of it in Young Living, and that, was, that ended up being the summit. So I just wanted to share that because I think it's important that if this is the first time you're here and you kind of share my story and why the summit was created, it was because I'm in the same boat that you are. Wherever you are in your journey right now, if you're building, you're, in, you're just getting started, or you're silver going gold, gold going platinum, platinum going diamond, or you're sitting at the top metaphorically in Royal Crown Diamond just rocking the show, there's still that inner yearning in all of us to want to continue to keep growing and evolving and getting more in touch and in tune with our mission and vision that God gave each and, one of us, each and every one of us to kind of carry out. And part of that, for me, was to really play that role to bring the summit to the Young Living community to the point that it was so successful that it inspired other similar events, events and so as that, I kind of wrap that part up, I wanted to share that it's happening again this year. It's a 10-day event. You can sign on for free during the 10 days and get all the trainings. Each day there's a handful of different trainings that will be made available. Um, and I don't know why, Monty, but I just had the sense to share that because I feel like some people are like, who the heck is this guy and what's he talking about with this whole summit thing? Uh, so I thought a little bit of context would help. If, yeah, uh, no, that's good. If, Okay. And we'll get into the details um, uh, a little later yeah. too. But good thing. Sure. That was perfect. Yeah. So then, so then part of what you were saying, so part of this is that I, I took a step back because it's really bizarre because I'm really like when I'm coaching clients and helping people and giving consulting advice to some of my marketing clients, I <clears throat> realize that it's when you get to the core, if you really are honest with yourself, and I want you to – I would like to encourage you, you as in Monty and everybody else listening now and in the future as a replay, to just take a big long stare in that shiny piece of glass that hangs on the wall when you brush your teeth, hopefully with thieves toothpaste and thieves um, floss, and just ask yourself the question, like, what is it specifically that is holding me back right now? 
and how is what I'm doing or not doing serving me in my life? And when I really was able to get honest with it, I finally realized that it was a judgment that I was, an idea that I had that I had to be full-time in Young Living, only Young Living. And I want to be very clear, I'm not saying to go and distract yourself and start doing all these different things. If your life purpose and mission and vision and the calling that God's given you to carry out is 100% only Young Living, I will tell you that it's only a matter of time until you start to see that you can continue to grow that impact and, and utilize Young Living, that what we have, as Gary's told us many times at the trainings that I've been to, that it's a vehicle to serve people and that there, it, it's just it's such a great blessing and an opportunity. And so with that being said, I'll finish off the, the big, lion, long, giant segue here, is that I, when my business grew the fastest was when I was in the gyms, and I, was, I only had like seven hours a week I was running two gyms. I had anywhere between 20 and 30 staff. We had two locations. We had, uh, I can't remember exactly at the time, but between 550 to 750 members and clients, and we had massage therapy and group exercise. It was a 24-hour facilities, and it was a lot. So I just knew that I had seven hours, sometimes 10, sometimes four, but there was just specific things that I did that I just knew if I kept doing those things, a.k.a. doing one-on-one classes, introducing people to the oils, sharing with them about the business opportunity, and making those invitations and then educating my leaders or the people that put up their hand is when that business grew the fastest. Now, here's the big aha that I had. And some of you might be saying, okay, Barney, that's really cool, but I already know that and I am aware of this in my own life, and my own business. But I found that when I had more time and gave myself more time, this does have to do with my personality. I'm a blue-red or a red-blue, depending on which environment you put me into from a personality standpoint. But when I had given myself more time, I wasn't actually any more productive. And I wasn't producing any more. So then what I realized is that I have a big passion and an interest and a skill set for marketing and advertising. So in the last six months, I've started my advertising agency to help a small group of just private clients that I could do in a select uh, set of hours on my time. And it's, and it's put me back in this position. And this is what I wanted to come back around to, Monty. So I hope that this is, um, this is all kind of piecing together and making sense to you. Um, is that now that I've, I've done that, I've actually started finding that our business has been growing because we were stagnant for a while. The business is growing again. Meeting with more of the leaders is because I, am, I had put those self-imposed restrictions or intentional restrictions on my schedule because I had blocked hours out of my day and or week to work on projects that clients were paying me a substantial amount of money on to work for them in order to help them in their business. So it put positive pressure on me. And I wanted to share this because as I realized through the Internet and what we can do with all the technology and all the great things that we can use, it can be a huge blessing, but on the dark side it can be a huge curse because we can totally. get distracted with a lot of browsing the Facebook feed and scrolling through Instagram and watching stories and going into groups. And I'm sure this has never happened to anybody, but you're on Facebook or Instagram or maybe still Twitter or you're on somewhere and you're like, but typically Facebook. And have you ever had it where you're like, what the heck am I doing? I, 
like, what am I even doing? I came here to message somebody, and then I saw something, and I clicked on an advertisement, and then they were like, oh, this is pretty cool. So I clicked on this link, took me off of Facebook, and I went to this <laughs> Down the rabbit webinar. Hole yeah. <laughs> so I just say that because it's a blessing and it's also a curse. So I had to, and this, this is totally to do with my personality, but at my, our OGV has been starting to grow, a paycheck's growing again. Team members are, and really ultimately you could just boil this all down to just getting more focused again. But the reality of it is, and the bottom line realization that I had, was that when I place focused time periods uh, in my schedule to just do certain things for my business, that's when things grow. Now you don't have to go and take on other responsibilities or a part-time job or uh, something else, but that's when I really thought about just doing Young Living full-time 100%. That's all I was doing. If I, I actually kind of got quite deflated, and I, was, I struggled with that for about probably four to six months because I'm like, what the heck? Like I love Young Living. I love the products. Uh, they're amazing. They're life-changing. They've changed my clients' lives, my family's lives, my team's lives, all the people that I know that are in Young Living. <clears throat> but, but when I am on my Young Living journey and focus on it 100%, it's I'm in sync and I'm on purpose and I feel it and I love it. So I don't know if that makes sense to you, Monty, or anybody else listening, but I think that it really just comes down to getting brutally honest with what it is that you're really willing and able to commit to in regards to hours and the time spent because I've done a lot of self-work on acknowledging and owning my own values, and it's been extremely powerful because if you – the best way to know what your values are is to look at how you spend your time. How do you spend – what do you fill your space with? What are the most dominant thoughts that are on your mind when you wake up in the morning? What are the most dominant thoughts that are on or in your head – I shouldn't say on your head – that are in your head or going through your mind before you go to bed? How do you spend your money? <clears throat> when you hang out with your friends and family members or anybody – what is it that one subject, that one topic, or that one thing that you want to keep coming back to, you want to keep talking about, you want to keep bringing it up, you want to talk about it, you think about it, you dream about it, you write about it, you set your goals on it, and it doesn't necessarily have to be one thing, but if you answer some of those questions, you'll start to see commonalities come up. And uh, I'm sharing all this because I have a sense that a lot of you will resonate with this, and some of you maybe not, depending on where you're at in the leadership cycle or where you're at in your young living uh, development. But I just I have a strong sense that it will resonate and I hope that it's inspiring for you because it was a big realization for me as silly as it might sound and or as simple as it might sound, but it was really powerful for me. So I wanted to share that short little story. I think you hit the nail on the head because I'm in the same we're like two shipmates in the same boat, dude, because the more time I have the less productive I am. The busier I am, the, the more I get done, period. And yeah. uh, it, it's just the way it is. But, okay, so going back on that is what you're talking about, you know, thinking about what do you do with your time. So that's priority. Like that's what you consider in your life what priorities are. So when, yep. you, when you have an opportunity, like I've had the opportunity, you've had the opportunity, a lot of people have had opportunities. Some people haven't had the opportunity to have lots of time in their hands. And then you look at what you decide are priorities, Sometimes you have to step back and go, what am I doing? Just like you said with Facebook, like, what am I doing? You know? Um, <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's a wake-up call. And then you, it's almost like you want to just 
go out and get a job or take on a project of some sort to distract yourself enough to make you feel focused on what's really important. Yeah, and I think such I a, would agree. It's a backwards way of doing it, but it's kind of, it's, that's kind of the stinger about it. Yeah, I think, I think that um, what I would say with the, when you said about distract yourself from it, I would say that when you're physically engaged in physical movement of some kind, as I'm walking right now, hopefully it's not too loud or too windy because I had to get out and walk. Um, but when you're engaged in some sort of movement or physical activity or just something, it may seem as though it's a distraction, but it actually allows the body to process things, just going out fishing, going for a hike, going for a bike ride, going rollerblading, going to the gym, doing yoga, going for a run, going out for a walk, a nice long walk. And when, you, when your body is physically moving, it stimulates the mental faculties. And um, I think that when you, what you mentioned before about being able to be in that position, because here is something that I realized. I talked to, through the summit, I've had the great fortune and opportunity to connect with and, and learn from directly and have a lot of really valuable behind-the-scenes conversations with a lot of leaders, regardless of their rank, anywhere from so with a royal crown. And I've had some extremely stimulating and thought-provoking conversations with Silvers and I've had some with some Royal Crown Diamonds that are kind of like, I might have been able to have a better conversation with a dry piece of toast, but it's nothing. It just is what it is. It doesn't, the rank doesn't have to do anything directly with the person. And I'm sharing this because when you talk to people, I've talked to Crown Diamonds before that are like, dude, it's great. The paycheck's great. But there's still that, there is that something that feels like it's missing and I think what it really is is that we're all on this journey <clears throat> that God's called us forward to or that we're here in life to walk out to figure out and find out more about how we can express who we are authentically as human beings to, to fulfill our life purpose and mission and vision. So you could say, well, yeah, but my problems, perceived problems, could go away when I have twenty, thirty, forty, fifty, eighty, $100,000 a month. But if you're not in a position to be a good steward of that money and that time right now, giving you more money, giving you more time isn't going to make you a better steward of that time or that money. And I had a very painful couple, well, quite a few lessons of that because when you have your entire family's livelihood riding on your ability to stay focused, to produce, to provide, to create, this is for my role in the family as being the sole breadwinner and I love it. I love my role. But sometimes I'm like, ah, it's just, I'll stay home with the girls and Adrian can go to work. But I tried that before and I'm like, okay, I'll just go do my, do my thing. But I'm saying this because in what you said is we think that having all that money or having a nice big juicy fat 15, 20, 30, 40, $50,000 a month paycheck is going to solve all the problems. But when you talk to some of the leaders, this isn't true for everybody because they've been on a journey. It's just that there, I notice a common theme that it really it, it didn't if they weren't a good steward of that money and or that time. And I'm sharing this with you all in hopes that it's inspiring for you because we have that opportunity to not wait until you know, that your team slows down or the OGV slowly continually keeps dropping down or you have leaders leave or, or things just change and it seems like everything's falling apart, that you can just take, hit the pause button, take a step back and look at, well, how am I leading my team 
how am I showing up? And then this gets into the other part of the main part of the main reason why we were going to jump on the phone tonight and talk about in this training is of utilizing the internet. And so I just wanted to share all that that basically just saying that if we were to wave a magic wand for everybody in the phone and say just just even right now, wave this magic wand, all of your money problems gone, you're financially independent and secure, never have to work another day in your life. You, you don't have to even, you, like you have so much money in your bank, you can never, if you overspent and were just completely reckless with your spending habits, you could never spend that money, ever run out of it for the entire rest of your life. So when you go and talk to somebody that's in that position, it's just as much of a challenge for them having that blessing but not seeing the curse of that because the responsibility that comes with that, in addition to having all that time freedom, it can end up leaving people feeling pretty empty. And so I think I just come back around to just taking the opportunity to reflect on that, take 10, 15, 20, 30 minutes, however long it takes you to do it, and say how can you leave this call to feel more empowered, to be like, I'm going to ask some of those questions Barney thought, or mentioned, which is, how do I fill my time? How do I fill my space? Or how do I spell my, spend my time? How do I fill my space? What do I most commonly think about when I wake up in the morning, when I go to bed at night, when I have conversations with people, my friends, my family, my coworkers, my team, my spouse, my family? And how do I spend my money? then you start to see your value show up and then you can acknowledge that and be honest with it. I found that it's been better in alignment to be able to leverage the Internet, for me personally, to be able to connect more with our team but even grow our team beyond the ways that I was trying to grow before. Okay, so that just spun off into like a really good conversation about not what the question was, but I liked it. <laughs> it was good. Um, <laughs> No, because it made me think, because you're right. It's when you start asking those questions, then you start realizing what your priorities really are. Not your responsibilities. Don't, don't confuse those two words. Like your responsibilities might be one thing, but if you have some time in your hands or money in your hands and you spend that in a certain way, you start to figure out what your priorities are, like what's important to you. Um, and then it's a matter yeah, of for sure. how you get to judge yourself. Like are these, are these the right priorities? whatever um that's good that's golden dude um yeah because can I, I want to say can i say one more thing real quick yeah it's a good topic because because when you do that you start to see how freaking amazing this business is and as much as i love my loved my gyms and i love my marketing agency that i with, do with other clients it's totally a time for muddy model but i'm doing that right now because of some goals that i have that i can accelerate that but I know that in the short term, medium term, and long term, that Young Living is my, it's my, the best opportunity. But I say that because when you get to know your, you really get honest with your values, it's going to become a tool that when and as you're prospecting with people, talking to people, getting to know people, learning about people, you know, sharing with people, educating people, teaching people, loving on people, that starts to come out. And they pick up on that and it becomes very magnetic and charismatic to others. So then you can be empowered to be like, well, sweet, I could just be myself, do what I love and love what I do, get handsomely paid to do that, grow my team, build my business. Even if I don't have those results right now, 
I can do that knowing that the more empowered and inspired and aligned I am as a person, that becomes more attractive and appealing to other people, and then you can help others. And, you'll, and as soon as you, if I, could, if I could flip the metaphorical switch and you're just totally uh, in, in alignment with your values, living on purpose, then you start to see those misalignments with other people. And they're not out of, it, it wouldn't, it's not best to have it in judgment like, oh, like you're not living on purpose and not like projecting on other people, but just seeing the incongruencies. And the more that you can accept that in yourself and see that in yourself, you can see it better in other people. And, and when you help them, it's just, I don't know, I think to some degree, Monty, you can uh, relate to this from a personal training perspective. So I love training because I could just see people, feel people change and like actually watch them transform, poor posture, slouchy, grouchy, pimples all over the place, overweight, out of shape, deconditioned, feeling like crab, stressed out to the max, not sleeping, on medication, eating junk food, and then you see them change and their posture changes, their walk changes, their swagger changes, their attitude changes, and they start using oils, they start using the Young Living products, and, and having that ability through the model that we have or the business opportunity in Young Living is what I still love so much about Young Living. So that was my last three cents on that topic, Monty. <laughs> no, you're right. Okay, so I just lost my train of thought for one second. Um, you know, I'm not going to touch it because that was good. That was good. I think I would just flub it up. But I concur. You do what you got to uh, do. Yeah. Um, what I wanted to touch on was, related to that, was... Uh, Sometimes, just even on our, like I'm looking at our subjects as far as like things we're going to talk about in the email. Screw it. Let's just do this. Yeah. Um, well, I can, I can blast through that in like 10 minutes because I feel like I don't want to let people down if they knew that that's what was going to be on the call. I can cover that and I will cover it. But ask me what you're going to ask me though, and then we can get into that. No, I was going to say one thing was uh, a devastation, like. Usually in, in this business with Young Living or any network marketing company is, is when you lose a leg or you lose a leader, it's devastating because that could be the difference between one rank or another rank. Yeah. Um, however, here's There's a reason the, for it. Uh, there is a reason for it. Um, and sometimes it's a good reason. Well, most times I think it is a good reason as far as, as, far as my experience has been. Um, either they just lost their mojo or they've stepped up to another level. Um, but what the stepping up to another level is, I can tell you right now, like some of the top, I'll, I'll just name three of like probably the top uh, guys who coach people on different levels. Want to be Bob Proctor, who spoke at convention, uh, Grant Cardone, and uh, Robert Kiyosaki. Okay? Yep. Those three guys are fantastic coaches um, in different realms. But all three of them have said that if you want to get into business, the best way to start out is not to work for somebody. But the best way to start out is actually to get in network marketing. That's the, it's the lowest, it's, I want to say this, it's the lowest hurdle um, as far as price to get in 
and the opportunity to expand your knowledge as far as sales, uh, relationships, management, all those things that have to deal with business comes right along with network marketing. And so um, sometimes with those devastating things where people fall off, they fall off because they're following that, that model. Because you kind of talked about this with your you – know, some people just have like they're, they're calling their path. And sometimes young living could just be that it's like the high speed. You know, you go in the, the airport and you have the opportunity to either walk um, down an entire terminal or you can take the the horizontal escalator. This would be like yep. the horizontal escalator, like getting yeah. there, like learning how to do business. Like it's the fast way. Right. Um, right. And, and sometimes, sometimes people just they figure out how to do the business and they figure out their leadership skills and they figure out sales and they figure out marketing. And then they might have this burning desire in their in in their heart, like forever, that they've always been afraid to do. And now they now they have the skill set, and they go off and do it. Um, so I just want to touch on that because you you talked about like, you know, like kind of working through some stuff, and you know, maybe you have a higher calling on something, things like that. So I just want to like touch on that one because yeah. that's a huge one. That some people people think that you know once they're in, you know, they're like pigeonholed or they're pinned into Young Living for Life. And they might be for the products, but maybe the business side is they just need to learn the skills so they can go off and do that business they've always wanted to do. Maybe it's, uh, who knows what it is, dog walking. I don't know. Yeah, well, I, I agree. And I think that that's a great point because I think, oh, I might be getting this not right, but I think um, there's Diamond Leaders. Is Chris Adams, does that ring a bell? Um, Chris Adams? Oh, my goodness. I no, I don't. I think I'm not getting his name right, but I know his wife. I can see both of their faces. He, she has red hair. He, oh my goodness, I'm, I can't totally can't remember. But there's this couple that I met, or this guy that I met at one of the at men's advanced retreats, and we were talking. And he has since opened. I said, that was probably a year and a half ago that he's since opened a CrossFit gym because they've like crushed diamond in three years two years four years i don't know like a pretty decent amount of time and they're like dude like we're good like we've hit all of our goals we we're debt free we've got money coming in we're serving our team our team's growing things are taking off and this is what i re- was referring to earlier when i was saying something was missing i'm not suggesting that there's a lack of fulfillment but there's a sense of something more so it's like he got to this exactly. point where he's like he knew that he wanted to do this to support his wife, but it wasn't his main thing. He wasn't like, yay, it's gloating, building, living. He's inspired by it, of course. But what, when they finally got to that point, he was like, honey, I'm just not, like, this isn't my thing. And it was, we were just talking about this at the men's leadership, uh, men's advance, that Les Wright, Varick Birchfield, and, uh, wow, Anthony Jenkins put on, or, wow, Andy Jenkins. And, and so basically he opened a CrossFit gym or he opened a gym and I'm like, dude, I completely went the other way. And I'm sharing this because it could just be like what you said that maybe you know, like Jen loves her horses and loves animals, that part of her purpose and mission and vision is to build young living and serve people, teach people, guide people, empower people. But that her, her bigger overarching dream and, and uh, mission and vision is to open some sort of special training farm or training arena or something where she could train horses in a specific way for this guy was opening a gym because they had the money they wanted to do it it was going to be 
another benefit for them to build and grow Young Living. And I say that because I think that when you see that it doesn't have to be either or, it can be both, and that you're, you're on the path of uh, – you just the cool part is we get to do it however we want. And I think that you were mentioning about the power of network marketing, mentioning Robert Kiyosaki and Grant Cardone and Bob Proctor, right. is that the beautiful part with network marketing is it doesn't take a lot of money to get started. That is also the deep, dark – secret that not a lot of people will tell you because if you want to be in <laughs> light a fire under your backside, go borrow $150,000, sign a five-year lease that's worth $300,000, that's $450,000, go open a gym with no proven model, no business, uh, no proven business model other than the studies that you've done, and then be like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to build this business. You're not just sitting on a $160 kit of oils with $100 a month, if that, for operating expenses. I had $7,000 a month in minimum expenses to not only pay the rent. Uh, yeah, it was about $70,000 minimum just to pay the rent and pay that the first debt payment. And I'm just sharing this because when you look at the upside perceived for me at the time, I thought for sure I'm going to pay back all the debt faster and not only recoup my investment, get a return on that investment, but that's where network marketing comes in because of the power, the low startup cost, the high income potential. But that's where you really get to meet yourself in that shiny piece of glass that hangs on the wall when you brush your teeth with these toothpaste is then reality sets in of like you as you perform, so shall you bonus. And, and I had to learn that very quickly. And I was inspired and turned on and like fired up and switched on and loved my position and loved training there's times I wanted to burn the gym down from the ground, but I couldn't run and hide. I had taken out a huge loan to build the gym and then had a, a lease that we had to stick by that even if we went bankrupt and shut the gym down, we would still have to pay out that lease. And so I think that I wanted to just share that from the experience. And then I don't suggest that you, any of you go out to take and say, oh, Barney just sounds crazy. I don't think that's actually true. I could go out there and do that better than he could. Don't, don't like take my word for it in this one <laughs> and just know that what we have with Young Living is amazing. Learn how to leverage the Internet, which we're going to still share with you. I just think that a lot of these, I call them the discussions between the discussions when you meet with your Young Living family and team and other leaders that can be really shifting in, in, in the way that you look at your business or the opportunity that you have. And I'm really hopeful and trust and believe that this conversation tonight or this morning, whenever you're listening, um, has the power to do that if you really take to heart some of the stuff. Nice. All right, so I'm going to like herd you into the corral right now and just answer some of these email questions yes. or uh, topics, and then let's talk about wild time. Yep. All right. So, Jen's, oh, and by the way, I don't know if you saw the email, Barney, but Jen's got the links to the wild summit. She um, does have them? Yep, they're up there. Okay, okay, good. Awesome. So, so they're in the email then? Yeah. Okay. So the five topics. I'm going to save uh, what we see in the next 25 years of Young Living. I want, to, I want, to, like, I want you to do that last. I want to think yep. about, have you think about it first because of all the people that you've talked or listened to with Wild Summit, there's mm -hmm. got to be like some sort of something you can extrapolate with that. So let's yeah, go with the easy one. Let's just, 
Just hold on <laughs> to that thought. Okay, so we're doing well, the 25 years? Because this is probably one of our main, our main issues, personally, is uh, why having multiple mediums to communicate with your team is crucial to stay connected. And I'll just elaborate because um, I have people that only do email. I have people that only do phone calls. I have people that only do Facebook Messenger. I have people that only do um, texting. And, uh, you know, and then from there it kind of expands out. But that's probably like the top four or five, whatever I listed. That's it. Yeah. So, uh, but I want you to elaborate on that as far as like what your experience is with multiple ways to communicate. Yeah, so this is, this is the thing is that everybody, you know, at, you go line up 10 people like, oh, I hate Facebook, stupid Facebook, screw Facebook and YouTube and Google and all the Internet stuff because they're censoring everything and they have control and can track you around the Internet. Well, that's nothing new. That's been happening since the dawn of the Internet. And so there's a big charge that some people have about that, which is a whole other topic. But, but I think that having Facebook and having multiple modalities or mediums rather to communicate with your team is going to be beneficial and helpful. And I can tell you that for some of the leaders that I'm working with right now to help them um, create that environment for them is that it's, it's, it's very critical to just know what and how your team wants to communicate because I thought for sure the emails were great and people were loving them. Sometimes they're great, sometimes they aren't. I just found that email is so relatively simple that you can remain consistent whether you put your emails in an autoresponder or uh, in a Get Oiling app or the platform that you guys have um, with I use uh, for my business for different reasons, Infusionsoft, whatever it is that you use to communicate via email, the this big thing is consistency. Um, we actually pulled our people out of one email system and we put them into another um, for different reasons because our team's grown and some people wanted to get the emails and some people didn't. So I think that it's important just to keep this really short and sweet and simple is that there is a way to give people the option as to how they want to receive message, messages and communications. The gra it's great because you can ask people and one week they want it through the text message through Project Broadcast or Get Oily or another platform that you can do that economically. Next time some people, like you said, they want to have Facebook Messenger. I just think that having, utilizing them all is going to be your best bang for your buck. Uh, but I really do see things going back to some old school ways um, because of the, the, uh, the implications of the whole uh, compliance issue. <clears throat> to, it's kind of, kind of pushed us back into like, okay, back to small group meetings or private meetings or having uh, closed membership sites or private online communities not on Facebook and other platforms that you can control and own so you can get the message out there. So I haven't started this yet, but it's in the works where we're going to be sending out a, um, a monthly newsletter to the people who are active on our team. Now some of you, depending on the size of your team, depending on your budget, you might say, I don't want to do this. But there are people on my team that I have that are Amish, that are Mennonite, that are uh, in their senior years of life and they don't want to be on the, inter the computer, they don't want to have to be on Facebook, they don't, you know, they're not going to try and phone them or it's inconvenient. So I am customizing the communications with my team to say if you want to receive a monthly update, um, basically it's going to be one or two pieces of paper, just black and white, nothing super fancy, something that you can do or you can get an administrative staff or somebody to do for you. And when you add up the cost at, depending on what the postage is in the States, um, comparative to the time 
and energy and effort that you might be spending on Facebook and on your groups and on the calls and the text messages and on the, all the other mediums that aren't getting through to people is that um, there's this theory in marketing that you ask people what they want, let them tell you, and then you just deliver on that. And so that's what I'm working on and have been practicing. Have I mastered it? No. But I, just, I think that it's important to just to determine what method of communication your team wants to uh, communicate in. And for most of us leaders, um, we, want, we want to just have, okay, everybody's getting emails. Everybody's getting text messages. Everybody's getting Facebook. Everybody's getting this or that. And it's nice to just have one, one method for everybody, um, but in reality it doesn't always work that way. So I don't know if that was helpful at all. Uh, yeah, that was actually really good because you knocked off um, big elephant in the room with Facebook groups <laughs> or just yeah, Facebook in general. Um, yeah. You talked about going old school. Yeah. Um, it's only going to get worse too. Yeah, and there's other versions like yeah. um, GroupMe and uh, oh, what's the other one? MeWe. Yeah, there's all these yeah. like, other like, little chat groups you can do. Which are great, but I have concerns, and I can share those too. But, but yes, that is the big elephant oh, in the room for more. sure. I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, so this is the thing. When you're on a platform like Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, Google, YouTube, anything like that, it's, they eventually turn into pay-to-play. Sure, MeWe might be free right now, but there's an agenda. They might not come out that way right now, but eventually there's a, they have to. There's no way that they can – fund an entire platform like that to and run it for free, they can do that because they might have some VC or venture capital, but that money has, the tide has to come back in, which means whoever put the money into that platform, that money has to come back to them, or unless they, somebody's just invested into it as a giant charity, which I don't think is the case. And that's why we're seeing what we're seeing with Facebook right now, because this has just been building. It's been, I mean, I've, I've heard guys call this out in the marketing space for like five years ago. And so the reality is that there's groups that are massive. But the thing is, and this is, this is going to happen and it's already happened, the Facebook groups are, posts are being deleted, comments are being removed, that's the censorship part, and groups are eventually just going to disappear and get shut down and everything's gone. And you could get all flustered and say some, choice words or just get really heated about it. But at the end of the day, they own the platform. They control it. You agree to the terms when you get on there. And so my strong opinion on this, humbly speaking, after 15 years of running my own businesses and being in business, brick and mortar, network marketing and online marketing, <clears throat> is that unless – this is where I feel like a mini Gary Young in a way, in my own respect, if I could very humbly suggest that, that – like Herve Casabianca said to Gary, he said, Gary, if you're going to run your own farm, if you want to run your own business, you have to own the land. You've got to buy the farms. And unless you control the farms and control the, pro the crops and the whole farming process, you're not going to have high-quality therapeutic-grade oils. And that was a very strong turning point for Gary. And he told the whole backstory that I've heard it three different times, and it's been almost 90% exactly the same. And I share that because if you really see into the future, I shouldn't say it that way. I'd like to say it this way. If your vision is to build and continue to grow your team into the future, 
into 2019, 2020, and beyond to 2045 for the next 25 years, you're going to want to think about the home for your team, the, 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 the home base for your team. Is that something that you own and can control, or are you giving up the power to another free platform because it's easy and convenient? Now, I'm not saying go and scrap your Facebook group and your Marco Polo groups and your chat groups and all that stuff. But unless it's on a platform that you can control and that you own, um, it's just you just don't. Now maybe this is just the red in me coming out, Monty, but I think that <laughs> I think that it's more than that. And I just want to say that I look at having your home for your team, however that needs to look for you guys. I look at it as online is the same as Young Living not having their farms, because if Young Living didn't own their own farms and have the story that we have and have Gary and have the history and have all of that, there would be a very challenging time for us to differentiate ourselves between us and the other companies that try to replicate. Does that make any sense whatsoever? Yeah, that's good. Um, I think you just warped some heads on that one as far as owning your own platform. Um, well, in, in a way that you have control. So like the platform right. that you guys have with your – that you have control of it, that you have a way that you can control that. But if you're on a paid – sorry, um, like uh, even Instagram with the close friends and having pay, or the groups, there's just – you give up some of that control, and that's the hard part. And that's where people are freaking out because all this recent censorship stuff, I mean, it's been happening. It's been happening the whole time. It's just now that it's gotten more – apparent at that the majority of people were seeing it and now it's getting more to be of a concern. Great. All right, let's talk business. So the YL Summit. You've been doing this since uh, 2014? This has been, this is year five? 2015. 2015, this so, is year five. Yeah. Yeah. So 15, 16, 17, 18, and then now 19. Okay. So, uh, so I read that You've gone away from going to from 14 days, and you've gone back to 10 days. Just to cut back on, are you cutting back on content, or are you cutting back on just the length of time? Uh, it's a little bit of both, the content and the length of time, because we just found that by the second week, the majority of people, I mean, the summit when it first came out, the first year, second year, it was like, oh my goodness, we've never seen anything like this before. 28,000 people that attended the first event. It was pretty awesome. It got Young Living's attention because they're like, holy crap, there was more people at that event than there was at our last convention. Um, and there was no, like, I wasn't trying to compete or anything like that. I, I just, it was, it was pretty cool. It was pretty impactful. But now that it's the fifth year, it's like, okay, it's still amazing. It's life-changing. But it just two weeks is just way too long um, because it's nice because it's a big window because even if people miss the first week, they can get in the second week. So we just wanted to shorten it up a little bit, and my, next year it might even turn into just seven days so that it's not so long. Um, so we wanted to make it short, short, a little shorter and a little punchier, that's all. Dude, you're on the right path because we did the same thing when we had to change platforms with Diamond Factory Training. Yeah. I went from 420-some lessons Majority were Monday night calls since 2013. Right. Um, and I think I'm down to, like, it's under 100 lessons. Like, there's, like, right. seven categories, and there might be, like, five to ten lessons in each category. And that's it. 
I mean, we still add content, but it's yeah. now we're even close to the 420 we had before. And the feedback was, it, it's just too much. I don't even know where to start. So we still went know, down it's... to just the basics of, you know, how do you do the business? Um, uh, not so much on products, more like business, mindset, leadership, uh, things yeah. like that, more than nuts and bolts. Um, so I think you're on the right track because I think people are starting to realize that m- less is more. Yes. In fact, I looked at your lineup because I saw I looked at the page. I looked at the website and I thought I don't know if I'm going to participate as a speaker this year because you've got I don't unless I'm wrong and if, if that was like last year's speakers it looked like that was this year's speakers lineup that's on the on the web page. Uh, what's the category was, that I would even jump in? Yeah, so to clarify, that was that still, did you just say that, or did you just ask me if that was last year's? Was that last year's speakers? Like it, when I went right was. to the website, yes. go.yl, summit, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, that's, still, that's still 2018, so 2019 is getting published soon. We just wanted to at least have that up there so people could see the caliber of the presenters oh. and the trainings and stuff, yeah. Well, all right, yeah. So that <laughs> covers everything. Like yeah, if I was, uh, if I was looking at the from last year, I'd say I don't know where I would jump in because every category is covered. Period. Yeah, but yeah, but I think um, you might be trying to get off easy, Monty. But um, <laughs> it's I think that this is where, and this is what's unique with the Monday night calls for me listening before the summit when I started and and listened to Jen and all the other presenters and speakers that were on here, um, <clears throat> and that it's just everybody has a story. The community continues to grow. It is thriving and prospering. And, yes, there's, you know, challenges and there's lots of stuff that's going really good and there's always change and that's just always has been, always will be. But that what makes us unique is the community and the thread of that, that sense of tribe that we have as a family in Young Living to stick together, to bond together. It's not about you. It's not about me. It's not about any of us. It's about all of us. And that the more that we continue to really genuinely embrace that, yes, own our competitive selves. And for us that are competitive, some of you listening are not at all. You're like, whatever, I just love everybody. I want to love everything and share the England with everybody because everybody needs it. And I don't want to – if somebody wants to go join another team, that's fine. There's other people like, hey, like you're, I'm going to join my team. Like I'm the best person. I'm the best leader. I have the best system and blah, blah, blah. We want to still have that healthy, positive competitive environment to grow because inevitably it helps strengthen our community and comes to our company instead of going to another one, but that it's all about um, facilitating sharing different perspectives because everybody has a story. All of that to say, Monty, I think you still should participate this year, but I can't force you to. So, um, but, (laughs) but yeah, so that, that is the lineup that's on there. And I think, um, I think you were going to ask me something else, and I don't know if we're over time now or if you want to keep going for a couple more minutes. I'm still good. Uh, I wanted to just ask quickly. So for the majority of the speakers, are they speaking for 20, 30 minutes, or are they going for an hour? Uh, you, we used to have them closer to an hour, but now they're between 30 to 45 minutes. Yeah. Um, we want to keep them short, again, short and punchy. Because the other thing, too, is we have the content in our membership site, um, which is something I referred to earlier and alluded to, um, which is something you, it's great to have. And then we have our app that makes it easy for people to listen to anywhere they are. 
um, from the touch of their fingertips to the audio, the, the video, and the transcripts. And we found that the 30 to 45 minute time mark is more uh, likely to be consumed. More that yeah, kind of more around the 30 minute time, mark, time frame. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, so they're typically between 30 to 45 minutes. Okay, so let's go into that. Um, let's go into the dates of the Wild Summit. Let's go into the app um, and subscriptions as far as because, let's face it, if anybody is new to the Wild Summit, I've never heard of it, it pretty much there are a lot of speakers, and I don't remember, I think last year there was, I'm just guessing from memory that there's around 80 speakers. So if the majority were speaking for an hour, that's 80 hours of topics of content, um, you yeah. have no way you could even bring that in in two weeks. Yeah, I know. Uh, and that's why Barney did the subscription and then the app, uh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I'm just going to like hand that over to you now um, as far yeah. as how do, you, like, how do you manage all that content? Like, because it sounds like the subscription is the best way to go. Or actually, I think the app is the best way to go if I remember right. Which is this, yeah, which is the subscription. So for sure, if this is your first time hearing this, um, I – you, you can just buy the digital downloads or the flash drive. We do still have those options when the summit's live. But we found that the majority of people, the second and third year after, were like, oh, my gosh, like I, I, it's so much. Like I just feel like I went and ate a nine-course meal. And then now this year you're like, hey, here's another nine-course meal. And everybody's like, I could barely finish last year's meal. Um, so it was just way too much. And so – and then – but it was good. Like it's a good thing because it was a, good, it was like a couple hundred bucks for like that much training and extremely valuable, compliant variety of topics. Um, and so then we just realized that it was the other part was people wanted to share with their team. So we, in a nutshell, to make this really simple, there's a subscription that you can choose for 19 bucks a month or for a full year for 197, and it gives you unlimited access to sharing as much and as many of the presentations and the content. Uh, easily from the app that you can share through an email. Uh, sends it to Billy Jane. Billy Jane gets the email. She clicks on the link, activates it. Barney, I'm losing um, you. Are you like out in the woods or something? No, I'm. I'm. I don't know what's. I hear some clicking and some clacking. I'm not sure what's going on, but can you still hear me? I don't know. Yeah, now you're good. Okay. I wasn't sure what was going on. Um, but did you hear that part about the sharing of the content? Uh, no. Oh, so basically just, like just the last saying... one minute. Oh, well, that's, that's unfortunate. It was the best one minute ever. Um, <laughs> so we basically, there was a lot of content, but people wanted to share it, and they wanted to make it easier to consume, and, and it, was, it was a lot to put on your computer. It was a lot to store, to manage it. So we just turned into a subscription to make it easier so people could come and go if they want. They could do three, four, five months at a time. They could do the whole year. And essentially, you can uh, download the app from the App Store. Once you're a member, then you can log in, and then you can share uh, the presentations, the audio, the video, or the transcript of the presentation with anybody, anywhere, anytime. And you just send an email. You send it through the share button in the app, and then it sends them an email. They can click on the presentation, and then that way they, once they click on it, they can watch it for 48 hours, um, and then you get notified when Billy Jane clicks on it. Did that all come through? Yep. 
loud and okay. clear. That's good. Yeah, so that's that's that part. And um, I think basically the easiest way just for right now, because I, I want to make sure we're, you know, that if you guys have questions for me about anything, just you can you can opt in for the summit. And then if you have questions, just reach out to our support desk at support at fullcircleholistichealth.com. Um, and or you can call our customer support number. Myself or Jamie would be glad to help you. If you have any questions about anything, it's one eight seven seven five seven 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 five four four. And I really wanted to be able to share the seven tips, uh, Monty. If we maybe we could wrap up with that, because I think that if you guys are interested and you want to look at what we're doing with the summit, it'd be great to have you. If not, then keep doing what you're doing. I hope that you can continue to keep growing your business and stay on purpose and uh, feel inspired to continue to keep growing. And I really hope that you got some value from the training tonight. Um, and if not, then as I'd say as a joke, to keep your opinions to yourself. If you thought I did a great job, then let me know. <laughs> um, at least I yeah, think that's before funny. Before get into those, the seven tips, let me just reiterate, because yeah. um, this also goes out to SoundCloud, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, and the list goes on. But um, yes. So the website is go.ylsuccesssummit.com. That's right. Okay. Yeah, so if you just, this, yeah, just go to go.yl. I don't know if we actually go. like, that, like full out. But. Yeah, and you, right. and you can go depending on when, what time of the year when you click on it. ylsuccesssummit.com should take you there. But the, so you can either go to ylsuccesssummit.com or go.ylsuccesssummit.com. Takes, takes you to the same tips? place. Okay, so this is, uh, this is where you're going to probably the whole call. I know some of the greens are sitting here like, oh, my goodness, Barney, just get to the point. Give me the details. Give me the good stuff. Uh, but maybe I lost them already because they're like, this guy's crazy, just keeps going <laughs> off on tangents. Um, and, some but some of, the blues, some of the blues are like, yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> um, so the seven, the seven tips that I have from a shoestring marketing budget are just some old school things. And I'm, start, I'm going back to like looking at how, how, how do we communicate to our teams before Facebook, before uh, even, maybe not even email, but just even before email. Well, it's phone calls. It's old school, uh, like just one-on-one -on -one visits. So I have the, these seven ways. So I put, it, I put it this way from what I'm doing for right – these are my seven steps for right now to work with my team. So I'm doing one old school, so just a one one-on-one -on -one a week. So every week I'm working on it, having at least one one-on-one -on -one with a current team member, um, to like, and that means like in person, like actually getting – having a tea, having them over, going to their place, doing something just once a week. It could be 20 minutes, 15 minutes, or 30 minutes, but I think definitely want to keep it between 15 to 20 minutes. Uh, my personality, I like to, you know, I say I'm going to be 20 minutes, and then it turns into be three and a half hours, and I, some of my team members know that, so I try to keep the respective time. Um, <laughs> what you know uh, would come as a shock to you, right, Monty? <laughs> um, I know, I'm the same way. Yeah. Number two is snail mail print media. Uh, thank you card. So just something, a thank you card, uh, a thank you letter, a handwritten note or something. So I'm sending out two each week. I'm doing two of those to our current team members. Um, and sometimes I'm doing for prospects too, just like, hey, it was great to meet with you. Look forward to helping you grow and learn more about the oils. So that's number two. And then number three 
is three care calls a day because I find that I can, I can fit that in. I can schedule 15 minutes, and I can have my list of my people that I want to work through that's taking me about three months, probably going to be closer to four or five by the time I'm done, and I'm working through all my active people and just calling them and just saying, hey, thinking about you. I hope you're doing great. If any way I can help or you know, it was great chatting with you last week. So I'm doing three of those a day. And then four personalized emails um, because I, can, I have some little pre-written templates that I've written up and saved that are just short and simple because it's great to have autoresponders and email systems and Infusionsofts and Diamond Factories and Get Oiling and all these different tools, but there's still nothing like just a simple, short, and sweet personalized email. Um, just, hey, thinking about you, I hope you're doing great, or is there anything I can do to help? Just a short little email. And people know when it's a personalized email. They know it's like you actually took the time to write it. Um, and then number five is five text messages a day. And if, these, if this doesn't work for you for a day, then do it for a week. Um, and then number six is having some sort of a membership site or a community that you own or have control of online. Even if that's leveraging a third-party system that you pay for as a subscription, um, like Diamond Factory or you know, Get Oiling or different platforms, I suggest looking at how you can have – this is just my personal opinion – having something that you can control and own because if you look at building a multi-million dollar business for the next 25 years in Young Living, it's, good to, it's a smart idea to have that home base for your team. And by doing that, you can then build your own training and utilizing the trainings from Monty and Jen, from the Wild Success Summit, from the different sources that you have. Whatever resonates with you, just find what works and go with it and leverage that and then build your social community in a platform that you own. So still number six, which is coming from a membership site. And then number seven is hiring a digital marketing intern to help you with some of the stuff if you don't feel like you can do it on your own. <clears throat> and you can do that by going to this um, – there's a link. At the company, if you just want to go straight to the website, you can. Um, but it's called genm.co, and it's a website. It's a Canadian company that connects – uh, business owners and entrepreneurs with digital marketing interns that need to have a co-op or an intern, rather an intern experience in order to get their credit, to get uh, their uh, designation or their diploma or whatever they need to graduate. Um, I, have, I am a partner of theirs, which means that I will receive a big whopping $20 if you use my link. And I'm, I'll share that for full transparency because it's not about the money for me. But the benefit for you guys is that you get $25 off uh, if you use our link. If you'd like to get that, you can reach out to me, or if you can remember this uh, or write this down, it's just fullcircleholistichealth.com forward slash Gen M, which is just G-E-N-M. And that will give you $25 off. And what you can do there is you have to – there's a process that you go through and you, you fill out an application they interview you to make sure that you're a legitimate business owner, that you're like looking to do this for the right reasons, and you pay 150 bucks, and you have the intern for three months, and they'll work anywhere between five to 15 hours for you for a week to help you with any digital marketing that you need help with. So that is the Barney's shoestring budget, grassroots, old school way. I saved the most technical part. Uh, and, and the, the one that was involved a bit of an investment for the last one there, Monty. But that's my three cents for you, and I hope that was helpful.
that was super helpful. I've never I've never heard of a Gen M. Well, I've heard of Gen M, but I heard, haven't heard of a Gen M dot uh, What's this dot co? Yeah. Yeah, Gen M. Yeah, Gen M dot co. Yep, that's the first time I saw it. Cool. Yeah. That dude, that's golden. Yeah. All right, awesome. Well, Bernie, I'm going to let people say goodnight to you, and then I'll just let you go because uh, I'm sure you got more things to do. So <laughs> here we go. Goodnight, Bernie. Thank you so much. Can you Bye. share right. that? Yep. Can you share that, that um, link that we can get the help for $150? Yep, yep, for sure. It's just a full circle holistic health dot com forward slash gen m and if you if you guys missed that just try and hunt me down online or try and find this and we can share that with you all right thank you so much yeah you're welcome guys have a great night and thanks for taking time to share with me tonight i hope it was beneficial and valuable very helpful all right